Hello, my friends, and welcome to this week's episode of Motivational Moments with Maria. I am your host, Crazy Coach Maria, and I'm always honored, honored that you take a few minutes of your day, of your week to listen in. It's always my intention to give you some thoughts as we continue on our own personal growth and personal development journeys. My hope is that you discover more about yourself, what makes you happy, and how to have more joy in all areas of your life. Now, today, we're taking on the topic of self-reliance. Now, if you're like me, you've probably heard the phrase self-reliance before, but what does it mean, and what does it have to do with me, you're probably asking. Eh, I'm glad you asked. Let's talk about the meaning of self-reliance and how it can help you live a more meaningful, joyful, and intentional life. Now, Merriam-Webster defines self-reliance simply as reliance on one's own efforts and abilities. But it's really so much more than that. Self-reliance is just the idea that an individual can be their own source of strength. Yes, you can. It's not about relying on others for help or support. It's about knowing that you have everything inside of you to do whatever needs to be done. Now, I'm not saying you isolate yourself from others, but what I am saying is that you truly do have everything you need within yourself to achieve your desires. Now, in 1848, the great philosopher Ralph Waldo Emerson published an essay entitled Self-Reliance. Go look it up. Go read it. Now, it contains Emerson's beliefs and perspectives on how society negatively impacts our growth. He strongly argues, he argues strongly that self-reliance, self-trust, and individualism, amongst other things, are ways that we can avoid the conformity imposed upon us. Or, he also argues, that we frequently impose upon ourselves. Yes, we do it. Yes, we do that a lot to ourselves. You know it. I know it. Don't deny it. Now, many things can be interpreted from his writings. Here are a few key concepts that shine through in his essay, Self-Reliance. Number one, he says to think independently. The ability to think autonomously goes hand in hand with trusting your own instinct. And we all have that gut instinct. Now, lots of Emerson's work centered on how people tend to, quote, hide behind what they've learned from society or significant others within society. He believed this was mere imitation, seeking approval in my words, and was linked with a lack of confidence in one's own intuition and rational capabilities. Basically, if you or I or anyone believe in something and consider that it holds merit after thinking it through, there should be nothing holding us back from voicing it with confidence. Not to do so, Emerson believed, is to conform to societal expectations and norms for no good reason. The second concept in his essay is embracing your individuality. Now, here's an example. I'll use this example. I want to talk about my friend, Bella. Now, Bella, she had parents or she has parents who are both lawyers and they want nothing more than for Bella to follow in their footsteps and are encouraged by her excellent grades at school. But guess what? Bella finds that she's spending every spare moment of her time writing poetry. Now, she does want to make a difference in the world, 
and she wants to touch people's lives through her words and through verse. This is where she finds her greatest happiness, and she decides instead of becoming a lawyer to pursue a career as a poet. So she is therefore embracing her own individuality. And the third concept he talks about is striving towards your own goals bravely. So let's keep talking about my friend Bella. She takes steps towards achieving her own goals of becoming a poet. She does all the work. She's aware that she'll receive a lot more emotional and financial support by following her, her parents' dreams, but she's willing to take her chances. Bella believes in cause and effect and purposeful action. She isn't overly concerned about rejection by her parents because she just wants to be herself. And she is striving towards her own goals. Now, these example, this example I gave you of Bella are based on the key arguments in Emerson's original paper on self-reliance. And it represents the three concepts most closely related to individualism. And when you think about it, Bella's attitude about self-reliance has some great, great benefits. It increases her confidence. It reduces her stress. And is, she is just more prepared for life's curveballs. Like when her parents don't give her as much financial support. And you know, we're all cheering Bella on. Because she's doing what she wants to do. It makes her happy. But we, before we go any further, I want you to know, and I want you to remember, that self-reliance is not about cutting yourself off from everybody. And positive psychology studies show us that there are two types of self-reliance. There's a healthy self-reliance and there's a not-so-healthy self-reliance. So let's look at them both. This is what unhealthy self-reliance looks like. Being overly independent, uh, guilty, and not asking for help, uh, guilty. Been there, done that many times in my life. Here's what I love. I love it when a toddler is learning new things and you know they're struggling and you try to help them and they say, I do it myself. I do it myself. I do it myself. <laughs> and sometimes it can be, you know, a little trying to have them understand that being overly dependent might cause them some distress. The second thing is being stubborn and resistant to change. Ooh, being stubborn and resistant to change. Who does that sound like? Oh, probably half the people you know, and you've seen this too many times in our lifetime. How about refusing to listen to feedback or advice from others. Now, we all have blind spots. We do. And sometimes we need to listen to others that can see our blind spots. That's why they're called blind spots. But unhealthy self-reliance is refusing to listen. Or how about refusing to admit that you need help or you need some guidance? This is a common thing. Most people do not want to ask for help because they would appear to be weak. And finally, unhealthy self-reliance is isolating yourself and not seeking out social connections. Because as a human species, we need human connection. And I know many of you isolated yourself during the pandemic, but it's been a long time now and you're still isolating yourself. It's time to get out and have those social connections once again. Now, let's look at the healthy self-reliance concepts. You feel confident in your abilities. You develop skills and knowledge to handle challenges and solve problems. That's what we are doing every day in our personal growth journey. 
in you recognize the importance of interdependence, excuse me, interdependence and connection with others. You ask for help when you need it. And you will not appear to be weak, my friends. You will not. You seek out resources and support when facing difficult challenges. So that's some ideas on healthy self-reliance. But how do we increase our self-reliance? Well, there are a lot of ways, and I'm going to give you five steps that you can practice towards increasing your own self-reliance. Number one, be your own best friend. I talk to myself a lot. I have conversations with myself. I support myself fully, and I focus on my strengths and achievements. Make the most of what you have without putting yourself down. In other words, keep those automatic negative thoughts at bay. Remember I talked about the ants last week? Well, keep them away. Turn, you know, get them out of your life. Push them away. Number two, build up your inner confidence. Find confidence in yourself without having to have outside accolades, even when, you know, compliments feel good and reassurance are absent. I want you to just make sure that you pat yourself on the back each day for what you did get done. Number three, make your own dang decisions despite outside pressures. Have confidence in your own abilities and your own capabilities to solve issues independently. Look at the pros, look at the cons, and make your own decision. Not because you're seeking someone else's approval. Number four, recognize and manage dependence. Be aware of when you're relying on others and think about whether these situations can be opportunities for you to increase and grow your own confidence. And the fifth thing, accept who you are. Accept yourself for who you are. This glorious, amazing, beautiful person. Give yourself approval and like who you are without seeking permission from others. Focus on the things that empower you. Yes, empower you. I love that word, empower. Boom. Now, many of us, too many people, some of you may, maybe some of you, maybe some of you not, but too many people are dependent on others and don't believe in themselves enough to go after what they truly want to be, do, or have in life. I say, remember this, self-reliance is the ability to rely on yourself without having to depend on others. And it's not a skill you can learn in an afternoon or even a year. It's something we must learn over time and through our life experiences. But being reliant, self-reliant, means that you can look after yourself, that you don't need other people to help you out or do things for you. It's about being able to take care of the things in your life that need being taken care of on your own. Now, some of you say, well, okay, boom. What do I do to become more self-reliant? Here's some of my favorite ways. It's just by doing something new and exciting every day. Yes, every day. Simple. Try going somewhere new today. Take a different route home. Stop at a different grocery store. Take a walk in the park. Jump in the pool. Try a new cooking recipe or take a pickleball. You can also try making friends with people who have similar interests as yours. I mean, People want to be wanted. You'll find that they're more willing to help if they know what's going on. So like, go out and try making some new friends. And of course, the greatest benefit of being self-reliant is the increased confidence it gives you. You know that if no one else is there for you, you can still get it done. But there are lots of other benefits, as I mentioned earlier. Reduce stress, 
better health and fitness, more time for family and friends. And the list goes on and on and on. Now, I know you know someone that needs to hear this message. So what I'd love you to do is to go ahead and hit the share button. Now go ahead, hit the share button and share this podcast with two or three of your friends that need a boost and that need to become more self-reliant. I'm Coach Maria. I'm Crazy Coach Maria and I'm loving life and I'm pretty self-reliant. If you want to send me some feedback, drop me a message on Facebook, Coaching with Maria. I'm always honored that you're listening in. And until next time, my friends, you stay focused, stay positive, always have fun, and remember to approach each day with intention, passion, and be more self-reliant. Talk to you next week.